My name is Fernando de la Madrid, and you're listening to Grow in Five. Welcome back to a new episode of Grow in Five. My goal on this podcast is to help motivated people like you grow and become better than you were yesterday. Did you hear that? We all know what that means. It's that time of the year where our motivation and excitement levels rise by the expectancy of a new year that is ahead of us. A new opportunity to start fresh, to renew ourselves, to be different and change. I mentioned in the past that motivation is unreliable and you should not put your hopes of change in it. But there is also nothing wrong with taking advantage of the momentum that a new year represents. Especially now, I think that a transition is very important. Let's be honest, 2020 was a very challenging year. Personally, one of the toughest years I have ever lived. Either you came out of 2020 stronger and more resilient, or it crushed you taking you to a hole that you are more than ready to get out of it. I'm not saying 2020 is going to be better, but I believe that you can definitely take all the lessons learned in this year, all those moments of reflections, and the knowledge about the new reality that we are currently living in, and use all that input to plan accordingly and generate better outcomes for yourself. Right now, more than ever, we need more positive changes in our lives. Let's plan together to get them. Let's get started. Preparing for a new year certainly includes working on our goals. But before we talk about goals and what you want to accomplish for the new year, I want to talk about a different approach first, something that is key when developing plans for the long term. In 1997, Professor Gary McPherson wanted to solve the puzzle behind the main differentiator that made some children stick with music lessons for the long run, while others simply don't. The experiment was conducted around 157 children. The goal was to study their progress, record their practice sessions, and constantly talking and interviewing them. This started a couple of weeks before they chose their instrument for practice all the way to their high school graduation. And just right before the first session, kids were asked a question that would eventually become key in the results of the experiment. The question was, how long do you think you'll play your new instrument? At first, children were not sure about their answers. But after the interview progressed, they were pushed just a little bit in order to give a more concrete answer. Since the beginning of their journey with their instrument, some kids knew that for them that was it. They just wanted to be musicians. So they just simply reply, yes, definitely, that's for me. Afterwards, the children were asked about how long they planned to practice with their instrument. They had three options, throughout this year, throughout primary school, or throughout high school. In other words, they were tested on short, medium, and long-term commitment. Professor McPherson compared these answers with how much each child practiced per week. Low, which was around 20 minutes per week. Medium, around 45 minutes per week. And high, around 90 minutes per week. The results showed that the long-term commitment was hand-in-hand with having high levels of practice. Those kids outperformed the ones with shorter commitments by 400%. But what was the main differentiator? Was it the skills or talent? Was it having more discipline at their homes or perhaps better guidance or resources? Surprisingly, none of that mattered or made the difference. These outliers were the kids that since the beginning felt like a musician 
and it was clear in their minds that they wanted to become one. The main difference was how they perceived themselves. In a way, you can say that this is a problem with goal setting. This is why goal setting on its own is not enough. If you don't truly believe you are the type of person who can accomplish your goals, then taking action becomes very challenging. Committing yourself to your goals in the long term will require you to develop an identity that reflects the actions and behaviors you need in order to achieve those goals. This approach starts by defining your future self and creating an identity of the person you want to be. If you truly want to change for good, you need to start by believing new things about yourself. This is a really important statement. The most common way of planning is doing things backwards. Setting the what we want first instead of who we want to become. We say things like, I want to eat healthier. I want to meditate. I want to lose weight. I want to write a book. I want to read more and so on. But how does the type of person that is actually able to do those things look like? This is why it can be so hard to stick to your goals, habits, or behaviors. You don't know the type of person that is actually able to accomplish those. Starting by defining the person that you want to be and working backwards from there will lead you to defining identity-based habits and behaviors. You may ask yourself, why is this important and how could this help you differently? Planning for a whole year is a very challenging task. And like I said before in this podcast, we should not rely on motivation since motivation is not consistent. Motivation is like one of those friends that sometimes it shows up for practice and sometimes it doesn't show up at all. Will you rely on that friend to help you build sustainable progress? I think not. Usually we start our year full of hopes, motivation, and excitement for all the positive plans and changes that we set for ourselves. But as the week and month progresses, our excitement decreases and our motivation decays. Not only because of the initial push of the year is fading, but because usually changes in progress require time, and the lack of immediate results tend to crush our motivation and expectations. Losing weight or getting in shape is a clear example of this. It will take you months before you start to see the results that you want, which makes any new behavior harder to stick to since you don't get that sense of reward. Not having a sense of fulfillment or reward can be devastating for your goals. How many times has this happened to you in the past? I really think it's time to try a different approach, something that could increase the odds of pushing your goals throughout the whole year. Not at the beginning, not at the middle, throughout the whole year. Having a clear idea of who you want to become gives you the opportunity of constantly proving this new identity to yourself with small actions that will deliver small wins. Let's say you want to become a healthy eater. If you truly desire that, you will have to start acting accordingly. For example, if you want a snack and you want to go for the junk food drawer, you can simply ask to yourself, will a person like me eat those kind of foods? The answer is obvious. No, a healthy eater does not eat junk food. Being conscious of the identity you want to build and maintain can lead you to daily right choices that help you build goals and habits in a sustained way. By choosing the right thing to snack on, you get a small win that proves to yourself the type of person that you are. A healthy eater, the type of person that eats healthy food, the identity that you're building and embracing. Filling up your day with these small wins create a compounding effect that will eventually create the results that you want. 
This is truly a very powerful concept. Instead of chasing outcomes, you are defining the person you want to be. Simply by basing your acts on that identity, the outcomes will be a mere consequence. And even at some point you will act without effort since your behavior will just reflect your identity. Let's put all of this into practice. We can break this process into three main steps. First, define the goal that you want to achieve. Second, in one sentence describe the type of person who will achieve that goal. And finally, list at least five very small steps or actions you can take in order to become that person. Let's illustrate this process by using my 2020 goals. I wanted to start a podcast, keep up with my blog, exercise more often, and become a stronger person. Now that the goals are completed, let's move on to the second step and define identities based on those goals. If you look closely, these goals can be separated into two main new identities. Starting a podcast and keeping up with my blog translates into becoming a content creator the type of person who publishes content every week. On the other hand, exercising more often and getting stronger translates into becoming fit, the type of person who never misses a workout. Here is where you can get creative. You can adapt these identities for yourself. You can add your own meaning depending on what you ultimately want to become and achieve. Thinking about the people that you look up to can help during this process. You can ask yourself, What is this person doing that is defining their current identity? Now we have to take each identity and list at least five small actions that will get us closer to become that type of person. These are the small wins that will keep us on track and motivated to reach our end goals. For becoming a content creator, we can add writing one paragraph a day, record five minutes of thoughts and reflections twice a week, editing recordings at least once a week, Read 10 minutes a day to explore new ideas to talk and write about. Publish one piece of content each week. For becoming fit, we can add, do a 10-minute workout from Monday to Friday. Take a walk during lunchtime every day. Do 10 push-ups after waking up and 10 more before going to bed. Eat two healthy meals a week. Bike around the neighborhood twice a week. Remember that the goal is not to achieve the results at first. The goal is just to become the type of person who can achieve those things in the present and in the long run. Since you have everything already written down, it won't hurt to read this every day before you start your day. This will help your subconscious to embrace the new identity, the new person you are slowly becoming each day. Please take some time before the end of the year to define your goals. Visualize the type of person who is able to achieve those goals. And finally, outline a plan of small actions that you can start doing today. If this is applied correctly, this can be a very powerful framework. This approach is the one that allowed me to finally start my podcast once and for all after many, many failed attempts. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. And I truly wish you can achieve everything that you want for 2021. There's no need to wait until the first day of the new year. Real change can start now. Be better than yesterday and keep growing. <laughs>